Hey guys, so today we're going to talk about the beautiful topic of boundaries, personal boundaries that also stretch out to boundaries on a larger scale, which can go up until decrees and laws in the Constitution, right? So we'll start off with personal boundaries that you can apply in your personal life to protect your energy, to protect your space, and to establish a healthy dynamic in your interpersonal relationships, right? In your interpersonal relations. And that goes from marriage, family, you know, brothers and sisters, parents, children, professional settings, etc., etc. And why not even social media? Um, and so now that we're all in quarantine, it's a great time to study the topic of boundaries, in my opinion. Why? Because why are we even in quarantine? And quarantine is actually an amazing example of a boundary, but on a national level, right? I would even say international level because I'm talking uh, from Paris and I'm sure tons of people listening who may be in the United States or in another country are experiencing the same thing, you know, being in a quarantine. So this establishment of this whole entire historical worldwide phenomenon started out with the breakout of COVID-19 and because of the spread of it governments had to take measures right and that's an example of setting a boundary if it was just a few little isolated issues um the boundaries would not have been as strict and as widespread right but because it concerns a in enti- like the entire planet you know each government had to take the necessary measures to protect their their nation right and so we had the implementation of sanitary laws and regulations to protect people and you know we even had a curfew at a certain time up until may so it really got intense but what i want to say is I started living a quarantine, quote-unquote, life uh, literally last year, November. Um, I got hacked online, and it was really like a super, very, very, I would say, eye-opening time for me. I was extremely shocked that I had such a security issue happened to me you know when you're hacked people are like it's identity theft so there were so many things to do anyways i don't even want to bring that up but it was intense and because i had so much going on it like the disappearance of your account creates a void you know what i mean like you go from posting every three days every week you know at least you have a story per day you're interacting with tons of people that you've you know met online 
for me and my kids it was over four years like you were able to build a certain network like I had like now I'm back you know but it was sad to lose everything in one day and have the hackers blackmail and all that stuff but anyways the fact of the matter is I just kind of shut down I I wouldn't say I was you know depressed or anything but I just shut down and I became a bit less social and I was more like in tune with you know seeing things differently like would I even start back on Instagram would I even like what would be the best decision right now because I really did invest a lot on my platform and as I took a step back um I realized that you know I needed to set some healthy boundaries like even security wise like I was all over the place like my email that could have saved me from being hacked was an email that I negotiated with a project that I was on you know on television and it kind of spread me thin because you know I was all over the place so instead of having like my real personal email or even the journey to lovely email I ended up having the television station's email and so kind of was like because you have to set boundaries right now like you're all over the place here there everywhere and you're spreading yourself thin. And so that's one of the things that like really opened my my eyes. You know, they it, it was an eye-opening moment that I really was lacking boundaries and a lack of boundaries entails a lack of security. And now security can be seen on all levels. Like when people say, "Oh, you're so insecure." For me, that's a sign of a lack of boundaries, right? Um, and when you talk about insecurity in anything, even in a, on a national level, it's a lack of, of security. You know, there aren't enough maybe security measures or whatever. So that's when I realized like setting healthy boundaries, establishing, you know, limitations and telling people, you know what? No, just a simple no. It's fine to say no without any explanation. Like I had to learn and accept that and letting people know that you're you know because boundaries are simple they're the line that sets a personal limit between you and another person and it sets the stage for where you begin and where they end and if your boundaries are not straight and clear and established and founded on your values because of course they can't be boundaries that you just read off some book or something that doesn't apply to your personal life they have to resonate with you they have to be from a place that connects to your authentic self and that's relevant to your lifestyle okay so once you know who you are you have your own personal set of values and those values help you to step up and set those healthy boundaries with yourself and others right and so that time was so I mean it was mixed emotions but it really was like a season of growth for me and I just like promised myself that I would always take the time to check in with myself 
and like even like on a weekly basis and make sure my different boundaries in all aspects of my life are okay or set or if I feel like I've been I know these are harsh words but that's what happens when people overstep your boundaries it's a violation so if I felt like in any way someone maybe has you know violated a boundary that I had and how can I make sure that it doesn't happen again you know and, and speak to the person and clearly state what happened and how it made me feel and how it's unacceptable and even if I want that person in my life like to be honest there are a few people that blatantly uh showed me that they didn't care about my boundaries and they got cut off you know I really um recommend cutting people off that show you that they don't respect you for me a boundary violation is telling me that you don't respect me and people that don't respect you should not be in your life point blank period so that's that on that and so you know moving forward today's another it's another week it's a new month i'm doing my boundary check-in And like I said, the quarantine time followed like that November season that I had where I kind of had to reflect a lot. And so flash, uh, yeah, fast forward to 2020, we're in quarantine now and I'm just like, oh my gosh, boundaries are so important. I mean, like I said, we have this whole pandemic And if you think about it, right after that, we talked about racism that for many people have been obviously plagued by racism for centuries. So the fact that it's being unpacked in such an overwhelming and informative way is amazing. However, if you're Black, it's nothing new. You know what I mean? It's business as usual. So I just found interesting, you know, what I found interesting was that racism in itself, in my opinion, is, it's a virus. It's a, it's, for me, it's a global pandemic in itself, right? And so I'm not going to lie. I have encountered many individuals that I do consider racist, okay? And I've had different incidents, even traveling. You know, I I remember a quick incident where I came back from St. Martin and I was kind of chaperoning a young girl. And long story short, I know how the French people can be, you know, with the border control and they kind of always target women of color coming from the Caribbean. Apparently, it's a red flag if you're coming from certain destinations and you're black let's just say it like that so knowing that her dad was sick and he was in a critical condition I decided to you know chaperone her because she doesn't speak French and she had to go to Holland and and I was like listen you we're gonna have to okay stick together and because these people are gonna stop you or stop us and yeah lo and behold they left all the people past, you know, that were not of color. And as we pass, we get stopped. And I told the lady, I say, that's racist. This is 
total um, racial profiling. And she got upset. I was like, you don't have to get upset. I know the law. Okay, I I have studied law. I have diplomas and degrees in international law. And I can tell you that you have no right to racially profile after you've let so many people pass and deliberately only stopped us. And so she got upset again, and how dare you? And so I asked to see her supervisor, and he he agreed. He said, oh, so she didn't stop anyone else? And I was like, yeah, no. And I was like, she's not searching my stuff. And he was like, okay, well, you know. And he, they didn't search my stuff. Because I, I, can, I see these things from a mile. And so for me, that was me setting a boundary and saying, I pick up on the fact that you're racially profiling us and I'm setting a boundary because I know my rights. If you didn't stop those other people, why are we the only ones that you're stopping? How dare you? And it was so blatant, you know, is and, and, and that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't affirm themselves and I've not always had the boldness to do that, but I think I'm at a point where, um, and people call that covert, covert, um, no, overt, sorry. The blatant form of racism really gets to me, but I think both forms are as destructive. The hidden form is might be even a little worse, and I think that's the most sophisticated form where you don't even know the person is really racist, but as time goes on, you, you know what I mean? It's just there was something like the relationship was just based on false if something is toxic time will show the true nature of it so that's what i mean some people are just in your face you know the ku klux klan type of racism and so it's easy to set a boundary with someone like that you simply cut them out your life if you work around them you avoid or you change jobs or you know what I mean you you can deal with something that is in your face because it is visible but if you're dealing with a form of abuse that is covert that is hidden that is sophisticated and strategic and almost under the radar how do you even fight that and that's why the pandemic offers a form of like I would say a highlight um, to that question because it is an invisible enemy we, we can't see the virus it's invisible but we see the effects obviously right so that's what I'm saying like the boundaries need to be set and the performance when people and that's why boundaries are important with yourself first and that's why I insisted on knowing you if you don't know that you're worth uh, loving yourself and you're worth being confident and being the best that you can be you're always going to be looking outside of yourself for validation and that is a racist person's kryptonite because they need racism is basically narcissism let's just cut to the chase they're the same thing okay so a narcissist needs narcissistic supply they need people they can prey on 
that are insecure and that think that they need their approval and their validation. That's why people get burned out because you're trying to perform for people that will never really accept you. You're going to jump through all the hoops, go up the stairs, down the stairs, get this degree and internship in Dior bag and Birkin and Patek Philippe watch and vacation in Aspen and all over the place and have a chalet up in the hills or the ski, whatever those um beautiful ski chalets in Switzerland, etc. So you can do all that. You could get verified on Instagram. You can live in a penthouse in New York City, own real estate in Dubai, have 10 Bentleys. But at the end of the day, if you're doing that, you're performing, you're on your little hamster wheel to do all that so people can like accept you. You're going to be burned out. You, you know what? You're, you're going, you're like, you're literally living a life that you're, like, you are draining yourself. It's not sustainable. First of all, no one's really ever going to like you the way you're supposed to be liked. And so for me, that's why I understand a lot of entertainers are on drugs because if they always need this validation that is so elusive you know and don't forget human beings are flawed so you're performing and performing uh, for a person a human being just like you who has standards that are flawed and are finite and are i mean they're just human they can't a lot of people have standards that they can't even keep up with and they're just projecting their pain on you their self-loathing and self-hate on you out of a sadistic need to oppress someone else and i remember a therapist talking about that and you know we're talking about racism as well so in like the context of a racist dynamic racist people she shared are wounded individuals they've never received like their inner child is still wounded and you're dealing with someone who whose emotional needs were not met. So they're projecting their need to get that, um, th- that sense of self and importance by oppressing and hurting and demeaning and, you know, and neglecting and whatever the, the other words, you know, that you can say that are negative, um, you know, they're trying to just put that pain on someone else, inflict that pain on someone else to feel better about themselves. So you are performing in this performative search for validation that you'll never get. You know, you they they can't they can't give it to themselves, so you're not gonna get it, right? And then you're shocked that you're burnt out. Because they're never going to give it to you. You're still on the hamster wheel. It's been 10 years. You're not going to get the carrot. Yeah, I know. You just got verified on Instagram. 
but you're not you know what I mean that's 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 why people lose their minds that's why they are tired because they're in a dynamic where God didn't create us to be like that he created human beings not human doings the performance this whole performance addiction yes we live in a performance-based society and yes a lot of people have a performance-based identity it's like who are you outside of what you do right like hi my name is Claudrine oh great nice to meet you Claudrine what do you do you know like we (laughs) that's the world we live in you know like I said it's the system of the world is a narcissistic hub if you want to call it that the the whole matrix creates performance-based zombies basically you know a bunch of human doings that are literally burning out themselves to get approval that they'll never get unless you break out of the cycle and understand before you're a human doing because that's not bad you know we're the bible even says faith without works is dead there's lots of stuff to do there's a purpose that you've been put on earth to do but that's not your identity what you do is not who you are you're a human being first and foremost your identity is who you are who are you look in the mirror who are you I didn't want I don't want to know what you do. I want to know who you are. You're a human being. Okay, you're a creation of God. You're a child of God. You have tons of talents. You are a diamond. You're unique. There's no one else like you. Okay, you are filled with love, with so many emotions that can fill up your spirit and take you throughout this life you know to do great things but that's not who you are the things that you do is not who you are not what make you who you are it's your identity and that's why you know when God says that he'll make you rest I know like in the Bible now I know everyone's not Christian but hear me out you know, God says he will give us rest is because people are in this, I call it the hamster wheel. If you guys have another word for it, let me know. But this whole performance-based hamster wheel that is just going and going and going and going and that never stops with this whole imaginary carrot at the front trying to lure you to keep going on the hamster wheel and at the end of the day you're just not created for that you're created to be at peace you're created to be you you're created to share you with the world just like me I wanted to share this message because I realized that so many things surrounding boundaries are coming up in my world with the pandemic with the dialogue around racism you know in the wake of us fighting for equality worldwide these are important topics and I've studied law you know I studied international law and the biggest boundary is the constitution one of our first courses are on la hiérarchie des normes and la hiérarchie des normes that's French it means 
of course, the hierarchy, you know, of different laws and norms, basically. And so the Constitution is the highest of all the norms. And um, when you realize that boundaries are important, not just like I told you the story with the, you know, the airport, that is someone protecting in their way also the boundary of France because yeah there are criminals right there are people that are coming in with all types of stuff but you need to look at everyone not just one person based on their color like a color doesn't make someone a criminal like the fact that I even have to verbalize that you know it's just insane it's disturbing that in 2020 people are still being uh there's this implicit bias that if you're of a certain color you're automatically in their neurological brain circuit put in the box of criminal no matter what you do and who you are i'm a young girl i mean young woman basically professional woman i had to go back to the office and and she was going to see her dad who was in critical condition and doesn't even speak french but automatically we were put in a box right and so she was trying to defend her well I would say her her uh, her profession is to defend France but she was defending her implicit bias because she kept saying oh yeah well how dare you call me racist I said I'm not playing your game ma'am I saw you and I knew this would happen and that's why you're not touching my suitcase and I want to speak to your supervisor. Merci. Merci beaucoup. Okay, and that's how that went because it's very important that it be clear. When you're setting a boundary, you need to stand up for yourself. And it can be whoever. Wrong is wrong right and the supervisor actually he he was so cool he advised me to write to la halle which is an institution in france against discriminations right so when you stand up for yourself people hear you out and they back you up right and that's why i encourage you because i think it's almost the end of the there's like a time limit I don't want to go over it. So, yeah, when you stand up for yourself and you stand up and defend a boundary that you've established, that's important. And that shows self-respect and it shows other people that you're not to be messed with. And that's it. And so, you know, moving on from that, there are different types of boundaries. There's boundaries for a pandemic, wearing your mask, staying six feet from another person wearing gloves if you need to you know there's different things in uh in like a social interaction there are boundaries as well you know um not interrupting someone not using weird words or uncomfortable language and asking inappropriate questions etc there's also boundaries with clothing you know if you're going in a specific area they would tell you okay hey girl today we're visiting um 
or were invited to, I don't know, a networking event. It's a black tie. It's a cocktail right after. You know, you, you will probably be invited to certain things where there's a dress code and you have to follow that. That's a boundary. That's a clothing boundary. So there are different types of boundaries. And even with business, you know, who pays after like a group dinner and there's so many things. And that's why communication is fundamental when you're setting your boundaries because you need to know how to clearly express them to others people aren't necessarily going to guess what boundaries you have especially if you're a woman of color you know people sadly of course this is just a sad reality but you have to be aware of certain realities they would automatically put you in a box of not having boundaries or being easily accessible or being a pushover you know how stereotypes work so you need to be very firm you need to be very clear you need to be very um i would say very adamant with what your what you want your boundaries to look like you know and clearly express it unapologetically without regret or without being sorry if it makes someone uncomfortable that's their problem it's your life you need to protect your energy and you need to make sure that people respect uh the certain space or whatever boundaries that you need for your own well-being right so that's what i think people especially girls especially young girls you know if you're a person of color as well you need to clearly set a time aside for a one-on-one with yourself you know what are certain boundaries that i could even revise you know like your boundaries could be flexible i learned that too in in law like uh they would call it the constitution that is rigid and the constitution that is more flexible if a constitution is too flexible it can create instability if it's too rigid it can create like a sense of stagnation so you need to find that balance and see yourself as a country and your boundaries as your constitution and it, they don't have to be super rigid and they don't have to be super flexible you have to find that little balance as you grow as you evolve as you travel as you meet new people as you go in, as you go sorry into different contexts you know as you maybe go up the ladder at your job there's going to have to be a few changes right so remain flexible not too flexible and not too rigid finding that perfect balance is important and so and i like that idea of having yourself as a country with your constitution and you can call it like for me it would be the constitution of cladrine right and a few little rules and a lot of them need to be non-negotiable Mhm. Not everything should be negotiable. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Even in the constitution here in France, there's there's like a whole they call it le bloc constitutionnel. It's like a whole block like the, let's call it the untouchable block. Certain things no, no, no. That ain't moving. On this watch, nothing in that block budges. Nothing. 
you have to set those rules that are non-negotiable okay and the rest you can be like okay we could work around that we'll see how that works we'll see how you know we can be flexible here etc etc and so yeah um especially you know in a climate like this where people are going through so many things and they might lean a little more like i feel like i've set some really harsh boundaries but it's because if I don't, like my well-being, like my mental health and my balance can be affected, you know. And I also don't want to be a burden on anyone else because if I'm not doing well, you know, it can affect, it could just spiral on to others and then my family, etc. So it's important to put yourself first so that you can be good and not be a burden on, you know, on your family, on others. So take care of you take the time you need set those healthy boundaries and i think an action call to action would be write them down call it your constitution you know take a day off take a take it it doesn't have to be a day off but take the time you need to write a few rules for yourself um that you feel are fundamentally part of you know your core values and honor them let people know that hey this is this is me this is how i function these are my values and um they're they're going to be respected or you can't be in my life you know so i mean it doesn't have to be that cold but you get the idea it's really setting certain boundaries so during your own interactions you know when someone's you know someone was really like overstepping or crossed the line you know how people say cross the line that's what they're talking about but if you don't even have the line how would you know that they crossed it you know yeah like I know some people and it hurts me because it makes me sad that they weren't taught about boundaries. There's so many things about boundaries, like even like physical boundaries. Like when sometimes I'm shopping, I'm like, you know, excusez-moi, vous pouvez. Uh, like I have to tell people like, dude, like this is my personal space. Like, can I breathe? Like, can we not? Like, do you have to be all up in my face? Really? wow oh la la i mean i'm at the cashier and this chick is like breathing down my neck like whoa hold up no like there's so many types of boundaries like it's i mean i have books on boundaries there's a huge book that i love and it's i think it's called the book of boundaries i yeah and they it was so popular that they did one for like kids and within marriages and just google boundaries book on boundaries and i think there's like a pencil with a line the pencil that draws the line because again it's a boundary is a line you know setting those lines with your family with money within your marriage with people at the store hello ma'am you're a little too close in my personal space thank you 
um with time there needs to be sometimes you got to set a time you know if you're taking two years to do a project and we're on year three you might want to set a boundary like this is not working or maybe we need to readjust so boundaries is a huge huge topic we can talk about boundaries for you <laughs> i was gonna say for years for hours um but i think i covered all the bases that i really wanted to cover with everything that i brought up because there's so many things going on this year alone just 2020 is such i'm not gonna call it a crazy year let's just say 2020 is a very eye-opening year with lots happening right so i really wanted to touch on like racism i wanted to touch on boundaries i wanted to touch on the pandemic which i did i want to touch on performative allyship as well i didn't touch on that which is a you know it's a byproduct of narcissism when you call out certain people on their racism they switched remember since we're in a society of human doings it's always about performance you know you have to like show who you are by your performance so they you know they they like it's like a zombie and the, the brain is just neurologically whew, plugged into performance so they go into performance allyship mode extreme mode even and they start posting their little black square and now they're social justice warriors and blah, blah, blah. and it's like wait a minute are you doing this for you is this authentic uh june 2019 didn't you like your your entire company has no black people like you you, you racially profile like people in your stores now it's like what's happening so again because the core of the matter is not being addressed and how does this tying into boundaries is because if people have boundaries within their own neurological setup because the brain is filled with circuits that create these images that we see you know the conditioning that we have in our minds comes from the images that we see and for me that is part of setting boundaries what are you consuming who's who is responsible for your conditioning okay yes we're in a society there's so many things the media the schools different resources but after 18 in my opinion now i could be wrong but in my opinion, after 18, you have a certain responsibility to educate yourself and sometimes even seek therapy if you want to be real. Okay, so if you're over 18, I don't want to hear oh, any excuses. I just don't. You have enough energy, brain. The Internet is everyone has Internet. I'm friends with tons of people. I even know people who are homeless. They have access to internet. So you can Google resources to reprogram your neurological biases that are destructive to people and set those healthy boundaries within yourself. Like when you see a black person, what do you see? 
when you see an Asian person, when you see, when you see, you see what I'm saying? These are, that's what I'm talking about. The content that you're consuming sets some boundaries. If you know that this is a show that is blatantly, you know, or not even, there's some slights, there are some, the way that they're portraying black people, like there's some monolith, one-dimensional token on the show for five minutes and he's a joke. What is that? Stop looking at stuff like that. YouTube, research, books, there, ton- there are tons of media content out there that portray people of color in a positive light. Okay? And make an effort. And I'm not saying do performative allyship. I'm saying make sure that as you're trying to be a better human being, that you're starting within you. Because the reason people don't remain real in their efforts to help others is because it's performance is not within. They didn't do the inner work, but they want to do outer work. Do the inner work and it'll show in the outside. The reason you want to look at black people in a positive light is because you did the inner work to see them as your brothers and sisters in Christ, in God, in your heart. But if you're only putting on this fake shell and putting a black square on your Instagram and you know that in your head and you're on a neurological level, stereotypically you have tons of implicit biases and it's just... I mean, at this point, you need a recovery program for it. Why do it? You know? Okay, you get a little ego boost and it was trending. But, like, we're trying to do better here. Like, if 2020 taught us anything is, can we just, let's just do better. (laughs) Let's just be better. Let's be human beings. We've been human doings enough. Everyone's burnt out. We're all burnt out. Like, it's, it's obvious. Like, okay, it's, it's time to be you and be a human being and do better. By being better, you're going to do better. But it starts with being. Our creator created human beings, not human doings. So that's the end of my message for boundaries and hopefully it resonated with uh, some of you guys out there and I hope to connect with you all soon thank you